Hello and welcome to another episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur. How are you? Are you on holiday? Are you listening to this episode in a very nice place? Or are you at home? Are you walking? Actually, recently some uh, of the listeners of The Wannabe Entrepreneur did something really cool. They start sharing pictures of their surroundings while they were listening to The Wannabe Entrepreneur. So we thought on creating a hashtag for that is hashtag WB moments. So go ahead, take a picture of your surroundings. Doesn't matter if you're if it's your house, if uh, you're walking, whatever, and share it on Twitter. I want to see where you are listening to the WB podcast. Besides that, today I will tell you the story of how I'm building my info product. I built it in one week and I did already the soft launch. So I'll tell you why I did that what was the reasoning behind it and the process of building this info product. It's my first info product. I'm super excited for it. And I will let you know if I already got my first clients or not. Let's see. I don't want to spoil it. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. And uh, yeah, let's get started. Last week, I told you about the conversion rate of my community, the WB space, and it is about 1%. After asking around, I realized that this is actually super, super low. Most conversion rates of successful projects go around 10 to 30%. So that made me think, that made me think that I should not focus 100% in the community. I should start thinking about other projects. But before I was trying to come up with a theory why the conversion is so low. I do believe that there is a problem to be solved, which is people feel lonely. A lot of indie makers, bootstrappers, they don't have like-minded people around them. Sometimes their peers or their families, they just do not understand what they are going through. However, there are already a lot of solutions. A lot of those solutions are even free. You can go on Twitter where you can meet a lot of indie makers, indie hackers. You can uh, go on co-working spaces or... A lot of these people, they, they do it on the side. So they have their full-time gigs with their peers. So they don't feel as lonely as a few percentage of the bootstrapping world that basically are doing this on their own. So I believe in a community. It's solving a problem. It's solving my problem. I really enjoy being there and I feel a lot of support. It's, it's really a great tool for me to build my projects. And I believe it's a great tool for all the members. And I won't stop working on a community, but I just have to reallocate some of my time to work on other projects. And the great thing about having an audience of uh, bootstrappers, of knowing that I want to build stuff for indie hackers, is that I can just go back and find another problem to solve. So that's what I've been doing this past week. I've been trying to find other problems to solve and how to solve it. So... I went back and I started doing a bunch of Twitter polls. By the way, Twitter polls are great because they always have a lot of engagement. And I tried to understand how many people were making more than 10 bucks MRR, so uh, monthly recurring revenue. And for my surprise, this poll got 80 votes, which is a good amount. And 50% of the people were making less than $10. 50%, that's crazy. And uh, about 70% were actually making less, or even more, I think 80% were making less than $50. So there is a huge problem here. 
the problem of making money. And I know what you're saying, yeah, Tiago, come on, of course, you cannot solve this problem. But I do believe that after one year interviewing people, understanding what works, what doesn't, I already kind of have a feel for what makes money and what doesn't. Of course that I cannot tell you how to make thousands or, or even hundreds of dollars, right? So my MRR at the moment is $450. So I cannot teach you how to make 1000 because I didn't reach there myself. But I, I, I think I can teach you how to make 50 bucks. And if you're making 50 bucks, then you can make 100 and 200 and you can learn more. At least I can put you in the right direction. So I thought on creating a guide, a step-by-step -step guide, something simple. There are a lot of other possible solutions for this problem, right? And a lot of you probably already read books, you interact with other indie makers, but this is just a lot of information, a lot of things for you to read. It takes a lot of time and sometimes it does not give you the right results. So I thought on this, the way to solve this problem is by creating my own guide, a easy to follow step-by-step -step guide that will guide you to get your first paying users. And I really believe that I've nailed a process to do so that uh, it's, it's quite efficient. I wish I had this process when I first started my indie hacking career. I just didn't. I, I learned all of this by interviewing people and finding these patterns. So let me tell you about this journey how I built this uh, info product, my first info product in a week. First, I want to tell you about the cult of the idea. We put the idea in the center. And I know, I know that uh, now we, we all kind of know that the idea is not the most important thing of a product. There's a lot of people still, I believe, that are afraid that their idea is stolen. They don't want to share it with anyone before signing a patent or something. I think this is nonsense. And this is really for the starting, starting entrepreneurs. The moment you start implementing your first idea, you realize how hard it is and you understand that it's okay for you to share it. So after that, we start thinking about solving a problem. So we have an idea and then we try to realize what problem it's solving. Normally it's a problem that we have ourselves. And then we start building the product. This is, or was my mistake at first. I had a problem with climate change. I, I wanted to learn more about climate change. There was no good solution. So I came with idea of change it. And again, idea was the center. I built the, the project and I, I really think I was solving this problem. I still have users and people really enjoy the app, but I didn't make any money. I didn't get enough traction to take the app off the ground. So... I, the same time, as you know, started this podcast, I started interviewing a lot of bootstrappers and I started realize this new concept, a concept that I'd never heard before, a concept that is really not intuitive, it's not taught in any podcast or book, which is to find your audience first. You start by finding an audience. This is something really, really crazy, but it really works. So I have found my audience, which is bootstrapping. Of course, I have other audience, other hobbies, other places that I like and people that I like to hang out with. For instance, sailing. I love sailors and, and sailing. But I also love entrepreneurship. All my life almost. I, I, I've been doing this for a long, long time. So I know that I want to build 
project and products for entrepreneurs to help entrepreneurs to take their ideas to the next level. So I just went back to my audience and start thinking, what problems can I solve? So one thing I did was using Twitter. Twitter is great, especially if you use polls, because they get a lot of engagement. So I started a poll asking for people to share their MRR. And this poll had, I think, 80 votes. And from these 80 people, I realized that 50% are making less than 10 bucks MRR, so monthly recurring revenue. 50%. And more than 80% were making less than 500 bucks. So this is crazy, right? There's people, talented developers and marketeers, business people, but they are not able to make 10 bucks, which is something that I totally understand because for me, when I first started, 10 bucks per month, it's actually not that easy to make. But now I feel that I've grasped the process to take you from zero to your first paying clients. I cannot take you to the 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 MRR because I haven't reached that myself, but I'm pretty sure that I can get you to your first bucks. And then from there on, at least you are already in the right rails and the right track to then find your own way to reach the 1,000 and 2,000. So I wanted to solve that problem. I want to create a, a guide to help you get there. And there's already a lot of solutions for you to get your first paying users, right? So there's books, there's uh, speaking with other entrepreneurs, there's uh, podcasts, YouTube. There's a lot of ways for you to reach there. But I do believe that these normally take a lot of time and require a lot of your focus, right? So imagine reading a book, for instance, I guess a lot of people have read The Lean Startup, which is a great concept, but how to implement that, how to take that and really make it your own, to personalize it to your own project. It's, it's not easy. So I thought, let's make something simple, something that people can follow, like uh, homework. And, and for that, I, I've made this guide. That was my idea, my first info product, to basically take all the knowledge I got from one year interviewing entrepreneurs and put it in an easy-to-follow guide. I call it the bootstrapper's guide to paying users and i made it with uh, with notion so at first by the way this was my first um or my first step was definitely to make sure that this was a problem and i did that that by using twitter i asked around i asked the community and i realized that maybe there's something here so i started building using uh, as i told you notion I, I thought on maybe trying to do other ways, but to be honest, when I asked the community, all my friends in the W space told me that Notion is a great tool for this. And there's so many people already doing this, right? They, they make these nice templates on Notion and people can just use them and it's super useful. So I thought, okay, let's do it. I found a nice template by, by my friend Luca. He, he, he also did a similar or, yeah, he, he used a really great template for um, a guide on how to build your SaaS. And I use this as a base and I start building. And again, the moment I start building, I start interacting with my audience. I start sharing this with the community, with my friends, and they start giving me a lot of great, great feedback. So this allowed me to iterate over my MVP super, super fast. And uh, of course, that the idea, the concept of how the guide was structured, I already added because I learned this from 
my uh, my interviews, but it was also interesting for me to put this on paper because I was not I, I had this on my mind, but I don't know if you ever had this. When you start writing things down, all the concepts become clearer and you start really researching deeper and deeper the things that for you are just intuitive, right? That, that's why it's so great when you teach something to others because they start asking you why and, and you start realizing the dogmas you have in your head. Like there are certain truths that you give it as, as a given. For you, it's like, yeah, this is truth and I don't really understand why, I just know it works. And when someone asks you why, then you really, really understand it. So that's why a lot of people say that the best way for you to learn is to teach. I started writing the guide. I, I realized as well that it was important not only to tell the steps that people should follow, but kind of and explain why. So I went to my podcast and I, I created little snippets, snippets from the interviews. And I put these, in, these snippets also in the guide so that people can hear a little portion of the interview and understand why the steps are the way they are. And that's it. I iterated over it. I used a lot of Twitter. I started kind of grasping the field and understanding if people really like this or not. And uh, yesterday I released the first version. I did kind of a soft launch where I basically created... I, I first I created a Gumroad page. Uh, it's my first time using Gumroad, but a lot of people in the indie making world use Gumroad to sell their info products. And I started, I created, it was, it was interesting, but to be honest, I'm not super happy with it for two main reasons. First reason is that they take a huge percentage of, um, of your uh, earnings. So it starts with 10% and I guess the more money you make, the less they take, but 10% is crazy, right? So that, that part I didn't like. And second, I also didn't like the fact that it's, it's not super intuitive to leave reviews. I think you need to acquire the guide, then you have to go back to the to the product page, and then, then you have the option to give a review. So I didn't like that too much, and I thought, why not just using the current process that I have, using Buy Me A Coffee? So I also created an, a landing page for, for my guide, and I connected with Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee has this great option to create extras, so I created the guide as an extra. It, it costs 15 bucks and uh, and that's it. I connected with my website and I really, really prefer this, uh, this option. The only problem is that I don't have the social proof because there's no way to leave reviews, but I will probably use um, Gotham products. Uh, he's also from the community and he created the Famewall product that allows you to connect your product with Twitter. So... Basically, I just hope that people tweet about the guide and then I will just put those tweets in the landing page and this will give me the social proof, which is, to be honest, really important because if you are buying something, if you see that others have bought and they are happy with it, it's much, much better. So that's one of my ideas. I will, I still have both and I'll still probably iterate through Gamroad and try to see if, if this is better than my own um, website, but... I will probably focus more on the website. I have more control over it. It's also great for SEO, etc. So I did that. I did the soft launch. I launched it on Twitter. I read, reached to some people directly. And I read, I also launched it on uh, Indie Hackers because I already knew that I can bring a lot of people, a lot of target users to my website through Indie Hackers by just plugging my products on the comments. I read the post, I answer with a valuable comment, and I try to always plug the products. And always works, it's really great. And not long after doing my first Indie Hacker plugging, I, I got my first 
buy the first person that actually or my first sell actually the first person buying the guide 15 bucks they they got the guide so for 15 bucks you got the guide plus one month of free access to the community which is great uh in, in reality then your your guide will only cost five bucks but uh, i think it's this a great strategy to bring people to the community and hopefully they will continue they'll see how cool it is and they will continue i also believe that the guide and the community go hand to hand because you know, you will need support, we'll have questions, and then you can always get the support of the community. So I think it's it's a great product, it's a great match. And uh, I got the first uh, first sell, which does not mean anything. It can just be luck. We never know. But I will just keep on trying to push and, and trying to get uh, the indie hackers going, get some traffic in the guide, iterate on the landing page, iterate on the guide. Because the moment you buy the guide, you buy it for life. So you will get all the... Um, updates and everything and i will really try to work together with the users see if it's actually working and see if people are happy with it so yeah in a week i created another product another source of income it's still connected with my audience it's still connected with the community and uh, i will let you know next week how this goes but i'm really really happy besides that this week i have a friend here uh, is also portuguese but he's been living abroad but he's working remotely with me and we've been going from coffee place to coffee place which to be honest is really nice I, I really enjoy this too you get to know your city you get to know other great coffee places and you just get out of the house and uh, and it's it's a great way to to work to be honest I more and more I want to do this and I hope that if you are in Lisbon by the way and if you want to do some co-working from a coffee place let me know and I'll probably join you because I really, really enjoyed this uh, way of working. It gives you much more freedom. So yeah, I, I think um, that's it for, for today. I hope you enjoyed these episodes. And if you have any questions regarding how to build info products or about the guide, let me know. If you want to buy the guide, it's 15 bucks, as I told you, plus access to the community is a one-time payment. So I yeah, it's also a way for you to support me and support this podcast. So the link will be in the description. Besides that, there's the awesome WB merch. Every time I go to a coffee place, I always bring the t-shirt of the Wannabe Entrepreneur. I really hope that some someday one person will tell me, hey, you are from the Wannabe Entrepreneur. I know you. That's great. So let's, let's hope for that. Um, and uh, so you can buy it at store.wannabe-entrepreneur.com. Uh, and or you can of course join the WB space for 10 bucks a month and you can join the community of bootstrappers all of us working in our own projects last but not least our accelerator is about to restart so the next batch of uh, participants we already have a lot of people lined up so it's a 10 weeks program and uh, there will be teams of people working together in uh, in kind of a mastermind group uh, this time I'll also try to get some uh, experts that will help you and guide you through the process. So if you want to join now, it will start next Monday. So we are waiting for the the subscription, the sign up, sorry, right now. So if you want to sign up, make sure to join the WB space and uh, as fast as possible because the signups are about to close. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next Thursday. <laughs>